Welcome to PartnerCast. It's awesome. <laughs> a podcast for people who love employee communication. It's amazing. I love it. I love it. Give me more. Learn about the latest trends, best practices, and get an inside look at how the best companies in the world talk to their people. Oh, that's great. I get it. This is PartnerCast. Hi, and welcome to PartnerCast. In a very special series of episodes, we're calling Herd Immunity, which is a cleverly named series made especially for corporate communicators during this, well, crazy time of uh, coronavirus, a.k.a. COVID-19, a.k.a. SARS-CoV-2. I'm your host, JT, and here with me is my co-host and my cohort of the PartnerCom Coronavirus Task Force. It's DJ. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a COVID-19 man. Uh, I value accuracy over all else. That's always kind of been my Do you mind. like when people say the coronavirus? No. <laughs> no, I don't. That bothers me. That's It's like when my mom says that she's searching for something on the Google. <laughs> yeah, there's something just doesn't seem right about that. But no matter what you call it, it is what is on everyone's mind right now. And obviously, the most important thing is the health and safety of you and the employees of your company. But... You've also got work to do. Mm -hmm. And here at PartnerCom, because of our client base, we really have our finger on the pulse of what communicators of large organizations from around the country are asking, what they're needing, and you know what they're feeling at this time. And even though every company is different, it's no surprise we're all tackling a lot of the same issues. Yeah, that's right. And during this time, clear and accurate communication with your employees is key. So um, today we're going to talk about some tips to help you reach your people effectively during this crisis. Also, I should say that neither of us are in the studio. Um, we're at home and I'm actually in a laundry closet. <laughs> I've built a sound booth out of quilts and couch cushions. <laughs> and at any time you might hear, uh, you know, a baby crying. That would be my daughter, Isabel. Yeah, or in my case, uh, a couple of five-year-olds asking if they can watch another episode of Rescue Bots. Yes, watch as many episodes of Rescue Bots as you want. Yes, please. Go, Fine. go. So forgive us in advance for any disruptions, but that's part of it, isn't it? And, you know, many, many of your employees are now working through major disruptions to their normal workflow. Exactly. And during these less than normal times, we're advising clients to use less than normal tactics. Mm -hmm. um, usually we always preach less is more, um, but at least right now, more is more. Yep. More is more. And what we mean by that is that Normally, we would caution about over-communicating, especially through emails, but right now, employees are actually hungry for information, and we've seen significant increases in open rates and website visits. Yeah, and this need for a greater amount of constantly updated information means that you're going to have to streamline some internal processes. Right. This is not the time to spend a week you know, going back and forth about the perfect headline for that email about family leave policies. Exactly. Right now, employees and leaders care more about your ability to respond quickly and accurately. Yeah, and frankly, if you spend two or three weeks getting a graphic email perfect and approved by a committee of 15 people, the information may be out of date. In fact, it probably will be out of date by the time you hit send. Yep, and because everything is so fluid, um, we see clients leaning less on print and more on deliverables that, frankly, can be edited right up to the minute they're going out to the to the employee. Yeah, we mentioned graphic emails, um, but also things like videos and, dare I say, podcasts? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to toot our own horn, but <laughs> what can I say? And another great tool is obviously a website you know, like the Google. <laughs> yeah, like the Google. Right. Uh, yeah, and I think it's okay and probably a good idea 
to create or add a special section to an existing site, like if you have a benefit site already or your intranet even, um, that's specifically dedicated to COVID-19 information. Yeah, we've already done this on the PartnerCom website. If you want to see an example of what we recommend, um, just go to PartnerCom.net and check out the new COVID-19 banner that greets you on the homepage. But again, in the vein of more is more, uh, you'll want that section of your site updated regularly to keep the information flowing and frankly, to let employees know that you're on top of the situation. And speaking of websites, this Johns Hopkins coronavirus tracker website is really... Oh my God, don't even get me started. I am... I'm addicted to it. Yeah, um, me too. This is actually no joke. I have had that website open in a tab on my browser for the last three weeks. Uh, <laughs> I refused to close my browser uh-huh. or shut down my computer. And uh, yeah, so it's just there. And every morning, first thing I do is refresh it to see the latest numbers. Um, I'm just, yeah, I'm addicted to it. Yeah. How long before they start putting ads up there, right? <laughs> I feel like... Yeah, something, you know, you got to be subtle, something tasteful, maybe... You know, Arby's, we've got the meats. <laughs> no, I don't think that would be right. But that, No, you know, that's not it. That's not the tone. <laughs> probably not. Maybe no. for Charmin or Perel or something like that, maybe. Yeah. But it, yeah, all of this, it goes right into what we're talking about. It, in today's data-driven world, it's all about having uh, the latest information available as quickly as possible. In fact, we've started timestamping all of our COVID-19 content so that people know they're seeing the latest information or mm-hmm. at the very least how old the information is when they're reading it. All right. So we've talked about that you should be communicating and that it needs to be timely and up to date. But let's dive a little more into what types of things we're suggesting to clients and and what clients have asked us to communicate. Right. You know, now is probably not the time to talk about, you know, that new on-site gym that just opened up. <laughs> I don't know. Every time I go down there, there are tons of machines open for some Sir, reason. sir, you need to be doing at-home workouts. We <laughs> talked about this. I know. I'm kidding. But I, actually, I have been kind of crushing it at home. But it's very uh, uh, rocky training <laughs> montage style. Like um, I did bicep curls with an old tree branch I cut down. It's got to be... <laughs> 40, 45 pounds. Um, air squats with a seven-year-old on my back. This made me really sore this morning. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff people should be communicating right now, you know? Yeah. In fact, we should do a, a whole other podcast about staying fit while sheltering in place. Yeah. How about Let's that? do it. Let's All do right. it. Yeah, so maybe communicate that it's tough for people who aren't used to it, but it is possible to eat healthy and stay fit at home. Um, if you have resources that can support wellness at home, it's now's the best time to spread the word. Um but outside of wellness, employees have a lot of questions about just working from home in general. What what are the sick time and disability policies related to COVID-19? Um, will there be supply or equipment allowances for, you know, setting up your home office? Um, and or, you know, just best practices on how to stay sane right now. <laughs> yeah, that might be the most important. I was on a call last week and heard uh, a little voice chime in with, Mama, can you guess if I peed or pooped? <laughs> And, you know, because we're all in the same boat, like um, it could have very easily could have been my kid asking that. We all laughed and assured the mother who was leading the meeting that it was fine. Uh-huh. Um, we had a good laugh. And then, you know, we just carried on. There you go. And? And what? What What was the answer? What What did she guess? <laughs> we need to know. The people want to know. Out. We never found out. And I don't think we ever will. It'll be a great uh, mystery. The great well, mystery of go. our time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh Going along with what you were talking about, uh, stress and anxiety right now are at an all-time high. Mm -hmm. Um, So helping employees understand virtual support options through something like the Employee Assistance Program is big. 
Yeah, or telemedicine, which is huge right now. There are loads of people Mm -hmm. who have never even considered using that service, but now that it's their best option and maybe even their only option, um, they have questions on questions on questions about it. Yeah, so actually, true story. Uh, I just used telemedicine for the very first time last night. Oh, late-breaking podcast news. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I had a weird... I got some kind of bite or rash on my arm. Oh, no, um, DJ. Yeah, not good. So, uh, so yeah, I uh, had a nice little video chat with a doctor. I uh-huh. showed her my arm uh, via <laughs> yeah. my webcam, and she wrote me a prescription that I went and picked up this morning. So it was, yeah, it was awesome. And now you're a uh, now you're a walking testimony to telemedicine. Yeah, I really am. I really so am. So it's important to, you know, not only communicate just to raise awareness of telemedicine, but also some best practices on how to use it. And dare I say a podcast might even be a good way to do that, DJ. Yeah. I mean, to me, a podcast is always the answer. <laughs> it really but, is. Know. So another important topic is prescription drugs. So... Uh, now would be a great time for people to start taking advantage of mail order drugs. Yeah, anything people can do to limit the number of times they leave the house is great. That's what we need right now. So even if they can't do mail order, many prescription providers are now allowing people to pick up larger amounts of their drugs at one time. Right. So even though you do have to go to the pharmacy, maybe um, you can do it You know, every 90 days yeah. versus having to go every 30 days, which, you know, even that is a makes a big difference right now. And the other aspect of this crisis uh, that's really weighing on people beyond health concerns and, you know, working from home are the economic concerns. And I know many people are worried about their retirement. Uh, you know, they're watching their nest egg just kind of evaporate. Yeah, I, I honestly just stopped checking mine. So Yeah, me too, right? I feel like that's probably the best approach. Um, but for actual advice, many of our clients are offering financial counseling and coaching. Yeah, don't listen to us. Uh, employees should use this time to get in touch with a professional um, to take a look at what's best for them and their family. And not necessarily just for retirement planning, but also, you know, just general financial help. Yeah, stuff like reworking your budget if a spouse or partner lost their job or You know, maybe you're in the camp where you never really took an emergency fund seriously, but now you've come around to see how important it really is to have a few months buffer saved up. Or uh, maybe they just want some advice on what to do with that big old check from Uncle Sam. Hmm? Actually, you bring up a great point, DJ. With the CARES Act going into place, it might be a good idea to go ahead and start communicating the changes to retirement plans that have been put in place now. Right. Now you can take out hardship distributions or loans for coronavirus-related reasons without uh, paying the penalties. And in general, government and vendor guidelines are constantly changing right now. So it's really important to keep employees up to date on the changes that affect them or the company. Yeah. Above all, with any communication, we want to try to stay positive. Yeah. Um, Adding a note of optimism seems to really help right now. Um, Employees don't need or want unrealistic promises. But frankly, a little positivity can go a long way. Yeah. And like we've said, you know, a hundred times in this podcast, the the current situation is fluid and no one can say for sure when things will go back to normal. But what's important is to keep the flow of information open and accurate and give employees consistent messaging as we all adjust and adapt. Yeah. Take a breath. And it's important to remember that we will get through this together um, and employees will appreciate your efforts to keep them informed during this time. And like you want your employees to know that you are there for them, we want you to know that PartnerCom is here for you. So don't hesitate to reach out to us if you need any help 
communicating to your employees during this time or any time, really. So thanks for listening and stay tuned for more episodes about communicating during coronavirus. This is PartnerCast. Bye. Au revoir. Bonsoir. See ya. All right. I see you. Goodbye. See you later. And, and, and that's it. Employee communication lovers, you've been listening to the podcast that's been social distancing since 1994. I know. It's like, oh, my gosh. This is PartnerCast.